to the Divine Experience Podcast. Pod- Ooh, podcast. I'm so excited right now. Uh, my name is McKenna, and we have an amazing guest with us here today, Hannah Beth, or Hannah Beth Style, on uh, TikTok and Instagram. And um, we have a lot of stuff we want to cover today. She is an e-commerce manager in the beauty space. Um, she's a content creator, and she is a connoisseur of high standards when it comes to dating, which I'm so okay. excited to cover because I've been talking about that a lot lately. Um, so welcome, welcome first Thank of you. all. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm super, super happy, happy you're here. here. And, um, you know, we were talking about a minute ago, when I asked you to be here, I had already asked you because I knew that you were in like the fashion space and that you make a lot of content around like women's empowerment um and just things that make you know people feel really confident and really good Um, but you've also had some really interesting things going on uh, in your personal life that you've been sharing that have been making waves on the internet um going absolutely just viral right now so i think we're going to cover a little bit of all of this because um first i want to just really get to know who you are because that's why i invited you on here in the first place so i'm super excited you look amazing oh my god thank you Yeah, no, you are like really somebody who inspires me when it comes to fashion. Um, I was really excited when I discovered your page on the algorithm. I found her on TikTok. Um, And one of the reasons that, you know, you stood out to me so much was because, first of all, like, I I get very overwhelmed with fashion, but, like, I really like it. And um, I have a curvy figure, so I have a hard time finding things that I love. And as soon as I saw your page, like, everything that you had, you looked amazing in. And you linked for everybody, which is so nice. I try. I don't gatekeep over here, you know. Yeah. So you have, like, an Amazon storefront. And what else do you have? Like, to know it. And then Nate store. Nate is like a new app, kind of like like to know it, but it's just a little bit less frictionless. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I that's try to awesome. include all the links. Yeah, and I see that you'll like write in the comments when people are asking and stuff. Like, I actually got a dress that you have pinned, I think, on your profile when I looked this morning, and it's like the blue one with yeah, the flowers. Yeah, the tail. Yeah, I love that dress. It's gorgeous. Um, so I just I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. So I tried to make a list, um, so I could try to include it all because I'm super excited to talk with you about all this stuff. So I think the first thing is like. I want to know where you, when you got into fashion, like, was this something that you have always been into or is it something that you developed as you got older? Like what inspired you? here? Um, literally out of the womb, I was a fashion girl, um, had tea parties growing up. I had my grandmother make me all my clothes. If oh, I wanted something, she cool. would make it. Um, and then just growing up, I would watch that. So Raven, I loved her style. I yeah, still I love it. I love that. Okay, that's, that's so funny because one of the things I wanted to ask you was, was there anyone you were obsessed with growing up that inspired that? And that's like the perfect answer because that yeah. was who inspired me also. So that's really, really cool. Yeah, so all those Disney shows and um, the fashion girls there that really inspired me to want to go into fashion. And at first I was like, I'm going to go be a fashion designer. I'm going to create my own designs. And I was very creative as a young girl. But... I quickly learned that I cannot sew. I'm not really, that's not where my skill set is. So then when I was in high school, I discovered that this university that I graduated from, um, they have a double major with fashion merchandising and e-commerce. And it was still kind of a new thing, right? And so I looked into it and I felt like this is the future I need to learn about this and it really worked out in my favor because I've had such a you know interesting career but 
I've still been able to include the fashion side with the digital and it's it's been really fun and I can't wait for like the future and like what I'm going to do next. Oh, I'm excited. Well, that's another thing that I wanted to ask you about is like what what do you have planned for the future with that? Because I saw that uh, I wrote you wrote a TikTok yeah. script or text yeah. sorry I'm not good with the lingo um and you said um you're building an iconic custom fashion brand for girls who have a hard time finding clothes that like are inclusive with sizing yeah. and it's hard to find clothes because of the materials like that's something I really struggle with is like yeah. I'll find so many things yeah. but like it's like it doesn't stretch enough for me to feel comfortable yeah. or like cute or sexy in so like what do you have planned with that kind of stuff so this is something that I've been working on the past several years um but you know, there are size-inclusive brands. However, even with the size-inclusive brands, I don't believe women should have to go off of a size chart. You know, we don't all look the same. Things fit differently, especially with fabrics. Even Good American, right? You'd mm-hmm. think, and no shade to Good American, I I love the whole concept, yeah. but I still can't find jeans that really fit me perfectly mm-hmm. just because my measurements are so off in the size chart. Yeah. So. What I want to build is just custom fit clothing for women that they can buy online. It ships to them. Um, all of their measurements will be accounted for. That's and amazing. it's it's just that, yeah. you know. So I, I love this idea. I yeah. think it's amazing. I think if anybody can do it, you're definitely the girl to do it because you have like such an amazing vision for how you put different pieces together. I love that, um, you know, you're really great with, like, taking basics and making, like, really cute outfits out of it because I just got into basics, like, yeah. in the last, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really changed the way that I dress myself because I was like, oh, if I get these two things, I can make 12 outfits yep. out of these pieces. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes it takes that because whenever you are dealing with measurements that are not, you know, in a typical standard size chart or whatever, it makes it hard to find pieces that you can wear, like, any time. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about you, but my weight fluctuates a lot. Oh, so, for like, sure. So, like, I have such a hard time keeping up with outfits because I feel like, like I'll find stuff that I really like, but then it doesn't stretch yep. or it doesn't, like, give me, you know, that give that I yeah. need. Um, and then, you know, also with, like, sometimes things are, like, looser than I want at other times mm-hmm. in my weight journey. Right. It makes it really difficult. That's a Raven is the best. Um I loved her fashion, and I loved that she had, um, like, curves. You know what I mean? Yeah, she and had, that, like, a real body, yeah, a right? a real body. And I had boobs, like, at, like, nine years old. I yeah, my oh, my gosh. So I, like, got, like, hourglass figure really quickly, and wow. my yep. boobs were so big so fast. And I was a cheerleader, and none of my Me friends too. were built that Me way. Too. Yeah, and so I don't know. I don't know if you dealt with this, but, like, when you're when you're developing, like, faster than your friends, it makes you really self-conscious. Yeah. And then you go home and watch TV, and you would look up to all these people, and but they, they just didn't deal with the same problems you did. They seemed so much more confident in their bodies than you did, you know? Yeah. And then when That's a Raven came out, I feel like that was really, like, the moment where I was like, oh, like, somebody on TV is like me, and she seems really comfortable with herself and she dresses so cute yeah and it made such a big difference and like because I I think it was around like fourth grade or so that I started like noticing like oh my body's different than everybody because I've had this change that like other people haven't had and um it's really cool to find people on tv that inspire you and stuff do you have any like current day like inspirations right now um that are like maybe that dress a way that you really like or that like influence your fashion so one brand that i really love um is hanifa mm. i think and i've listened to her story uh in podcasts and she's really inspiring and you know 
she's so creative and her vision is beautiful and you know she wants to fit multiple body types as well so I'm just rooting for any woman that is going after that um there's not one player in this space it's like to make a big difference and change we need multiple women Mm -hmm. creating brands that truly fit all body types you know yeah at every price point so what is it hanifa yeah i've never heard of it it sounds amazing it's iconic okay check it out hanifa everyone check it out um yeah do you have a name for your brand yet or like your fashion stuff yeah so it's magnitude the label magnitude basically means like infinite size or shape i love that and um that's amazing i came up with the name years ago got my llc so it's been a journey, but I'm just, it's still a work in progress. The manufacturing support is not there right now, but yeah. trying to just make shift with what is at my disposal. Oh, so, for sure. Do you have like social media pages for that yet and stuff? Um, I'm going through a whole rebrand right now. So, cool. well, let us know. In the works. Yeah. But trust me, you guys will know when it's like launching yeah. and like we'll updates. Yeah, we'll have to have you back whenever it launches and we yes. can like plug all your links and yeah. wear your stuff on the show. And That'd be so fun. Make it super fun. Yeah. yeah. So, with your content, um, along with your fashion, you also do a lot of stuff on confidence. Um, you make a lot of videos that I feel like make women not question the things that like we're taught to question, like our standards yeah. or like things that we should feel confident in. And I'm just curious because confidence is such like you exude that so much, like especially in your videos where you're like spreading this message. Yeah. Is that something that you grew up with or like were you was that something that had to develop like as you were growing as an adult? Yeah, it definitely has evolved. Um even when I was younger, you know, I did have periods of time in my life where I would get bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those moments really taught me that people's opinions of me don't really matter. Yeah. And I love myself. I have at every stage of my life, of course, you go through times where you don't feel as hot or yeah. in shape or whatever. But I've just learned to just accept it and know that as long as I'm healthy and happy yes. and that's all that matters. I and love it. Just don't pay attention to what people say about your looks, your body. Like, that's if they don't like themselves, they should just say that. Exactly. I agree. I think that, you know, people only hate when they just can't feel confident and in love with themselves. We mm-hmm. were just talking about earlier, um, you know, most of the people who comment that make the effort to go and make negative comments or hate comments, like, they have so many issues with themselves. Yeah. The people that are normal and healthy don't deal with that kind of. Whoa. What is that? I don't know. That was a crazy noise. I'm so confused. (laughs) Something crazy was happening outside. That was so strange. I think that, you know, a lot of people that are commenting or that are taking the time to comment are having like really negative experiences themselves because like I don't take my time to go and comment something unless I have like something very specific to say but general content i'm scrolling through i don't spend a lot of time commenting but the people who hate like they need something to do with their time exactly their bad energy and stuff and so um you know we talked earlier about like if some of the things that you've gone through with like content content creation if you've dealt with any negative comments and how that's affected you and you've seemed to have a really tough skin for that and i think that's really admirable yeah (laughs) i know my um i think having my mom she's been really incredible and just instilling you know core values in me and to believe in myself and to not 
listen to what people say about me because at the end of the day, I know who I am. I know my truth. And I just have to, you know, stand 10 toes down, like, for myself because people are always going to have something to say. And she knows that I'm a genuine person. I have a lot of love for people. And whatever they say, it just does not affect me at all. And I try to come, you know, with responses of, like, compassion and truth which you're great at by the way Thank like you. i've gone through your comments especially lately since some videos have really popped off and there's been some controversial opinions in there and you have a very like calm cool collected diplomatic way of handling like different questions that come up or different comments that come up yeah. and stuff and like you handle it with class which is very like on brand for you i think <laughs> but um yeah you do you do a great job of that and i i think it's really cool that you can feel so confident in yourself that like the haters can't even really touch you, which is I think hard for a lot of people these days for sure. Yeah. Um, with social media especially, it can it can be really damaging to people's self image because I don't I don't think we're meant to take in so many opinions and so many images and visions and like so many energies at yeah. once, especially just even in our lives. <laughs> it's craziness. I know. You talk a lot about being confident. Um were there any insecurities that you dealt with growing up that you now find confidence in? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is there anything that you had before that you were like, oh, I'm not uncertain of like this part of myself or my body or the way people talk about this. And now you like own that. Yeah. Like my weight growing up was like an issue for me. And, you know, as a teenager, it's already tough going through body changes. And, um, you know, I did develop early too, but then I gained weight mm-hmm. <laughs> in a short period of time. Yeah. So, you know, boys were mean to me. Girls were mean. Mm-hmm. They would call me horrible names, mm-hmm. bully me. And I was a cheerleader, but I was like the fat cheerleader. And so... I don't think... I think that it's so sad that you think that. that but like at the time, like, that's how I felt. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And because I was bigger than the rest of the girls. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I feel I felt like I was the same way. Like, I yeah. feel like I was like, I was definitely like the curvy girl out of all the cheerleaders for sure. So yeah, it just makes me sad to like think like now and like look at like little us and be yeah. like, I'm so sad that I felt that way about myself. Right, right, so, um, right. So that was a big deal for me and caused me a lot of, you know, depression. And but then I just somehow got out of it and realized that no I need to love myself for me and it's bizarre because that's kind of what made me lose the weight Mm -hmm. like just not focusing on like every little thing I ate but just little changes to make me feel good and healthy and that's just how I live my life now and so yeah I mean do I still body dysmorphia sometimes sure I feel like we all do but for for the most part I'm like your body's going to go through changes. You're not always going to be perfect. And I'm not going to focus on every little thing I'm eating yeah. to fit a certain societal standard, you know? I love that. I find that so encouraging because um, I've had to, like, learn that as well. I, I really have dealt with eating disorders growing up because of, like, my weight always changing yeah. and everything. And I've gone through some really incredibly dangerous times. I feel very lucky to be alive because of how serious it's gotten. And now I'm in a phase of my life where I'm just like, no, like, I'm just going to treat my body well. 
And then, like, whatever happens is, like, meant to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm taking care of myself and loving yeah. myself. And it's just so crazy how, like, we have these insane standards that come from this world that we live in and all the people around us. And now we've got it on our screens, which are, like, always yeah. in our faces because, like, we work there and our friends are there and, you know, all of that. And the, it's the most unhealthy mindset, like, possible for our bodies. And then, you know, being able to normalize by, like, making the content you create or, like, talking about, you know, the things that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I try to do this with my photography, with my fine art clients. It's, like, I just want people to know that as long as you're, like, loving yourself, then you're, like, literally at your peak and you're your yeah. happiest and most perfect. And you're going to glow because yeah. you're feeling it, no matter, like, what your size is or whatever. Like, yeah. the smallest and most, like, you know, what I thought were perfect measurements that I've ever been, I was the most miserable I had ever been in my life. Yeah. I hated myself. Yeah. I absolutely hated myself. Right. And so it's just... It's so important to to have people like you that are creating content and doing things like, you know, making this custom fashion line and stuff like that because we have to break those molds. It's literally killing people. Literally. Like, it's so insane. And it's giving them such a poor quality of life. And I, I call it, you know, the divine experience. It's like our whole experience here on this earth and to have it be so miserable because of like this fake simulation that's created that we're right, supposed to like, right, follow. Right. It's just, it's so unnecessary. So I agree. I'm so glad that you're um, doing all that stuff and that you got into a place with your body where you started feeling like you were like loving yourself. Was there a certain age that that happened? Um, the weight gain or loss or um, just, just like acceptance? You, yeah, just the acceptance of like your yourself and like when you started like loving your body as it is. I think even when kids would say stuff to me, I would act like it didn't affect me, and I would tell them, like, you can't hurt me, you know? Yeah, that's great. But inside, it really did hurt me. Yeah. But then <laughs> then my mind shifted, and, um, you know, getting into college, like, so, like, end of high school, early my college years, that's where I really was, like, found my confidence. Yeah. So it was, like, a 180 shift. Was you there know? anything in particular that happened that made your confidence shift, or do you think it just happened, like, with maturity? as you were growing I think it happened with maturity and just growing and um I don't know I can't pinpoint an exact moment yeah um I think everything you were like I'm the shit yeah yeah (laughs) everything happens for a reason yeah and so something in me happened that made me like the way I am today so so you you said it was around end of high school college yeah that you started feeling that way so and you went to college and did fashion there yeah right so um did you know that like e-commerce was it and can you explain a little bit more about like what e-commerce is and what you do in that? yes so a lot of people when they hear the word e-commerce they think oh you're an amazon seller you know you have a shopify store yeah and I don't think people realize that all the brands and retailers that you shop at online, they have a whole team of e-commerce people managing the, the site, right? Um, so that's what I do is I work for three um, hair brands and I manage their, their back end, their websites, all the content, create campaigns, um, you know, any integrations we do. And when I say integrations, it basically means that um, – any new cool feature on the site, that's what an integration is like. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so when you got into that, did you feel like you, like, landed, like, what you went into college for and what you went into, like, doing all of that for? Or did you feel like, oh, this is, like, a new avenue in this that I didn't know, like, quite existed yet? 
I think it was a little bit of both. It was, you know, okay, well, I had fashion classes, so, but then I had the digital classes and I was like, I can merge these together in my career. Yes. And so, and two, doing like internships in fashion and, and e-commerce at the same time, I was able to see both sides of like the industry. Like I worked in wholesale fashion. I worked um, at an e-commerce agency. So like I got to see the full spectrum of this industry, but I knew that my career in e-com would have more longevity and I can still work for a fashion brand doing what I do, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, or build my own thing. So I'm always going to have that fashion piece there, but yeah. like the technology side and the digital aspect of it has really um, taken off. Like I really didn't expect, you know, but yeah. I'm so grateful that it's just, there's a lot of opportunities there. So yeah. if you don't know what you want to do, um, I highly recommend looking into e-commerce um, and those types of roles. Yeah. So what does a normal day look like for you with that? Ooh, it depends. Every day is... Like your six espressos. I know. Day, they're like sprinkled every couple hours. Yep. <laughs> every, every day is a little bit different. Usually I have, you know, a lot of meetings. Um, we talk through upcoming campaign launches. If we're doing any big collaborations with, you know, an artist or a big influencer, what that looks like on web, social, email, how we're getting this out there. Um you know, managing inventory, uh, any bugs on the site. So if there's any errors, oh, it just, the list goes oh, on. Yeah. But for my work day, that's pretty much what it looks like. So do you go to an office or do you get to work remote? I'm fully remote. I've been remote Amazing. for over three years. Oh, I will wow. never go to an office. So <laughs> over the office life. <laughs> it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same. I, I had an office job many years ago and I was like I feel trapped this feels like school I yeah. feel like I can't leave like, this it's not the way to live life yeah you know and you know some people are really cut out for it um I think I I'm a little too like I'm like an energetic sponge and yeah. so when I'm in an office like whatever's going on whoever's in there I'm like soaking up their energy it makes it really hard for me to focus yeah um so I have my like home office vibe and then I'll you know travel out of my studio to shoot to make it a little more um, interesting. Do you go yeah. to different like coffee shops or anything? Yeah, I do. I, I try to do that a couple times a week um, okay. just to get out of my apartment. I do love being there, though, but it is nice to, to get out. So. You said, so you said you have like you live in the city apartment life like you yeah. got like so, and you've loved that. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely like a city girl. Not in that way. Well, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, I am a city girl. I yeah. love this city and um, it's just fun. I'm I'm just really loving it. Do yeah. you go, like, out with friends very often since yeah. you're out there? Like, do you have people that live out there that you can meet up for drinks with or dinners? Or yeah, most like of my friends, we live, you know, pretty close to each other. So yeah. we'll try to meet up for, like, dinners or go get drinks. Yeah. I'm not big on, like, the club scene. I yeah. really dislike going out. Yeah. And I don't like staying up late. So, <laughs> you know, but a nice dinner. <laughs> And cocktails and getting cute is, like, my jam. Yeah, it's fun. To, and it's healthy, especially whenever you're, you know, doing the home office thing. It, it, it's oh, yeah. really healthy, I think, for you mentally to get to go out and, like, change the scenery with friends and be a little social, but then go back and not have to commit to, like, 2 a.m. clubbing and bottle service all the time. I was just telling yeah. one of my friends a couple of days ago, we went to 
the Mavericks game and we walked by like a club or something and I was like, I don't miss that like no. at all. <laughs> I want to go home to my dog yes, and cuddle. It's so, so much cozier yeah. and you can control your environment and stuff. It's nice to get a little taste of the nightlife and then go home and enjoy it. Um, okay, so you're in Dallas. You do the uptown thing. You do the nightlife thing as far as like going to nice restaurants mm-hmm. and things like that. You just went on a date this week and you went to a restaurant and do you have restaurants that you like are your favorite spots here that are like sexy date night restaurants or girls yes. night out restaurants are your favorites? Yes, I highly recommend Uchi. If you want good sushi, love Uchi. Um, definitely have a man take you there for dinner. Yes. You don't want to pull out your wallet there. Oh no, it's only it'll a hurt. Spot for me. <laughs> yep. Um, Nick and Sam's is classic Dallas steakhouse. Classic, yeah. Um, I think Carbone is fun. I haven't been there yet. You gotta try it. It's fire. Okay. We I should go. I literally yes. Let's have a little Carbone night. Yes. What is your favorite thing to get there? I'm such a foodie. So the I love va- what is it? The vodka pasta. Yes. It's like the main dish, the panay. I don't know. Yeah. The best. Okay, Carbone. This is the second time, I think, in the last couple of weeks I've heard it, that name. So I think it's like a sign that I'm supposed to be. It's pretty good. Going there. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so when you do your content, you talk a lot about high standards and dating, um, which is one of the reasons I was super excited to ask you to come on here because that's something that has been a little bit of a topic of discussion. Um, we have a podcast episode called, is it? high standards or high maintenance because I was asking my best friend that. I feel like um, I will question myself a lot when I'm not talking about with other people what my dating standards are because it's so hard to find somebody who will meet your standards a lot of the time and I realize that none of my standards are too high and I'm not high maintenance and I don't think there are standards that are too high to be honest especially if you're being like a good and fair partner you know what I mean like obviously be a good person but that's the rule for like life um I'm really curious what are your like must-haves like what are some things that you will absolutely like not go out with somebody if they are not like portraying this behavior or treating you this way and like what are some absolute like red flags like no no deal breakers okay I think for as far as like treating me well you need to have a plan in place if you're gonna take me out it needs to be scheduled at least you know Two days in advance. One day is like, okay, I'll let it slide. But yeah. <laughs> really, you know, plan it out in the future. Have reservations. Biggest pet peeve. If you don't have reservations, I'm going home. I feel the same way. <laughs> you oh know? my gosh, yes. I recently, I say recently, it was earlier this year, like went out with somebody who, like the day of, he goes, so what do you want to do? And I was like... <gasps> I don't think I should go. You're blocked <laughs> now. <laughs> Bye. Needless <laughs> yeah, to say, it didn't work out. We went Period. on a day, and I was like, why did I come? Like, I knew yeah, what he asked knew. me what I wanted to you do knew. the day of, yeah. like, six hours before. Um, yeah. So reservations are a must. I agree. What else? Also, um, I know this is a little controversial, but I think managing or uh, – Handling transportation for me to the date. Yes, I am the same. I have this, and this is like a new rule for me, actually, yeah. because I, I'm a terrible driver. I hate driving at night, and I just don't think it's like gentlemanly to make me drive. Yeah, you know? for sure. So like, I why agree. am I lifting a finger? Yeah, I'm yeah. a passenger princess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, even if you don't want him to pick you up or anything, have him get you an Uber. Yeah. And now I'm only saying this. Like for men that you've well vetted, you've Googled, yeah. you've done the and background you checks. Uber to like a nearby location. Like that's true. I'll like put that's an, true. An address like near me and just like walk there if it's yeah, not far. Exactly. So yeah. there's ways around it. Um, 
I just like someone that communicates really well. I know it's like, what a concept, but <laughs> honestly, just let me know what's up and keep me updated on things um, and just make time. Yeah. But what was the other question? Um, like red flags or anything red flags. that are just like deal breakers. Like, I mean, I, I personally agree with all of those. That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you because I was like, oh, someone who like has a, yeah, a checklist of like what like is required for me to spend my time and energy on you. Do you have anything that's like you're just like, you know, like that guy saying that he didn't make reservations that I was telling you and you're like, no, that's definitely like a no, no. Is there anything else that's like a red flag or deal breaker? I think there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> I think canceling. I like, OK, if we have plans mm -hmm. and you cancel or you don't come through or something happens, I get the worst anxiety. Mm -hmm. I think it's a trauma response from childhood. Yeah. But it's like, I don't feel safe with you. If you cancel our plans, cancel dinner, same day or or multiple times, then I'm not really wanting to give you more chances. I'm yeah. like, you had the chance. You messed it up. Yes. I understand people have things that come up, but if it's a consistent thing, you that's just not reliable in my opinion. And I, I don't want to date someone like that. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I'm really turned off by people canceling or being super late. Like, I've dated someone I'm like, for girl, a I was like, was so like, late today. I'm sorry. Oh, no, not you. I know. You're like men. You're like men. <laughs> I'm like Only men. straight men. Like, yeah, yeah. it's a problem. I know. <laughs> no hate. It's just, um, if we're, you know, making romantic plans and you're here to, like, impress me yeah like that's not gonna impress me and i'm not gonna i'm not your mom i'm not gonna gripe at you about when you should be here but i'm not gonna like let you disrespect me either mm -hmm. so i definitely um I, I feel that for sure and it's hard because sometimes we'll make excuses in the beginning like if yeah you really like somebody, yeah and i'm just getting my yep. window for that is getting shorter very shorter, short shorter. i have no no room for error <laughs> yeah <laughs> at this point it's like i enjoy my own company so much oh, you have same. to be fucking outstanding to take away either my time with me or my time with my cats or my friends. literally yeah <laughs> literally so have you learned anything this year that maybe you didn't like realize before in dating that like you like, has there been any new, mm. like, my recent revelation was the having them handle transportation for me. I was like, oh, that's, like, a new deal breaker for me. Um, do you have anything like that? Um, flowers are a must. Yes. It used to be, like, okay, well, if I got flowers, like, that was sweet. But it wasn't, like, one of my deal breakers or requirement. Now it's, mm -hmm. like, now that I've experienced what it's like to get flowers on, like, a weekly basis delivered to my door, I'm, mm -hmm. like, why would I settle? Yes. You know? I love it. And you so, shouldn't settle. Yeah. Ever. So I always, you know, if they don't naturally do that, I always, like, tell them that I like it. And yeah. if they don't do it, I'm like, you're not it. Yeah. Why don't like, you want me to be happy? Yes. Exactly. Like, why are you not paying attention to the details? I'm literally giving you the manual. Like, mm -hmm. it's the actual manual of how to unlock my heart. And you're fumbling the bag. Um, yeah. I think that, you know, your journey of, like, self-love directly correlates to your standards with dating because yeah. it, it's like as long as you're loving and respecting yourself and treating yourself amazing you're not going to let somebody else not treat you that way exactly because then it's just a waste of your energy and like you shouldn't be allowing people of you know lower quality than what you give yourself into your life and yeah i think it's really really awesome that you post about that that's like i said the main reason why i first started following you was because you were talking about all of that stuff and i think a lot of generations of 
women and people need to hear that because we're not raised to have these standards. Did your parents yeah. raise you like that? Or like what, how did this Whew. develop where you like? So knew? it's funny. I think more so like my grandfather instilled more of those values in me because my parents, they got divorced when I was like 14 and my mom and dad both had to work like multiple jobs so I just saw like when they got divorced my mom was a single mom and they just did what they had to do but she didn't go into marriage thinking she wanted to marry someone that was well off um he was just a really strong Christian and she loved that and that was her thing but I saw the impact that it had on our lives yeah. and I knew I need to marry a man that is going to truly value me mm-hmm. and truly take care of me in the sense of like security and be reliable and uh, make sure that I'm as comfortable as possible so that's where I I kind of went the opposite of the spectrum where yeah. my standards are um to most some people might be a little unconventional but it's just about my self-love and I feel like I deserve someone really amazing and you know my stepdad he treats my mom really well and so he's been like that example of like yeah you know don't tolerate any bs from men like that's not okay so I feel so glad that you had that you had an example and have an example and stuff I just was talking to this guy recently who um his daughter like he splits custody (laughs) weasley (laughs) we're having a cat party over here um he splits custody of his daughter and and i think she's like 13 or something and when she's with him he takes her out to nice dinners he takes her buys her a dress they do think they paint together like he plans things he makes reservations and like gives her experiences and i was like that's so impressive um because you're going to teach her to have not to settle Yeah. yeah And she's going to have an amazing quality of life in her relationships because she's going, well, my dad always treated me with this, like, love and respect. So why would I let another man or person in my life that's not going to do that? Like, that would yeah, be exactly. senseless. <laughs> no, I love that. I've seen that more and more. And I'm like, yes, like, go dad. <laughs> yes, yes, go dad. Go dad for sure. I think it's really important to to be able to set those standards early on yeah like it's it's really important because we'll just grow up and have our hearts broken so many times because we let people who were not the right kinds of people that we deserve to be around in and we you know i i don't know about you but i love really really hard and so when i'm like for sure i'm in love i'm just like yeah my whole heart is in you and when they disrespect you and you allow them to it just gets like it lowers your self-esteem so much yeah and then coming back from that can be Really such hard. a journey yeah, yeah really really hard and just something that was unnecessary in the first place if like you know you had just been raised to be like having those kinds of standards yeah stuff. so how do you communicate to men like what your standards are do you just tell them so it's uh sometimes but usually it's just in the way that I carry myself so you know whether that's how you put yourself together um, how you respond to their advances or them trying to talk to you or set up plans or dates, that's really important. Um, you know, if they're trying to create a low effort date, I just tell them, you know, can we like I would honestly prefer to do dinner instead. Yeah. But I understand, you know, 
if that's not your thing <laughs> or if I'm not it for you. Like, yeah. so I understand not, you don't want to go on a date with me then. Like, yeah, <laughs> because you're clearly not making I'm like, that's okay. Like, if you don't, if you're not going to do this or be like this, you know, then yeah. someone else will. And that's okay. Yeah. So it's part of that and partly communication and telling them what I like, you know. Oh, my gosh. I love um, getting flowers. Like, they make me so happy. Yeah. Um, or this i've been wanting to try this restaurant like Mm -hmm. you know for the longest i want to travel to this country um it would be so great to travel there and guys aren't stupid like (laughs) they can pick up and they know yeah and um it just it really depends but Yeah. yeah i love that i think that um you know, the right person should pick up on just you have not not having to direct them, but just saying, I like these things or yeah. this is what makes me happy. Because like, I know me when I'm dating someone in a relationship, if I find something that makes them happy, I want to give them that. I'm like, oh, you like snow caps? Here you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like, you know, flowers? Here you go. Or whatever it is. And it's nice to have that reciprocated, but it's nice to be able to just go. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I've always wanted to try this place, and they they just take that hint. They're like, "Cool, let's yeah. go this weekend," yeah. you know, and yeah. not having to ask them. Because the men that like you will listen, mm-hmm. and they want to make you happy. They want to impress you. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, okay, yes. let me do that." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, do you have like a best date you've ever been on? Mm. Oh gosh. I've been on a few There's really good dates. Many great ones. That's There's awesome. been too many great ones. It's because you keep your standards high. <laughs> that's how it should be i think one of the best dates i've ever been on is when um guy i was seeing at the time flew me to chicago uh, to ask me to be his girlfriend and then um afterwards he took me to neiman's and he was like pick out any bag you want amazing and it's not even about the bag so yeah. don't come for me no, about being like materialistic but of, like wanting to provide you with something and yeah give you a gift and it was really special you. and it was really sweet and yeah. so I think I'll always remember like that. Yeah. It's nice to be spoiled. I mean, like, it's nice to feel like somebody, you know, wants to go out of their way to bring you joy and yeah. give you dopamine and make you feel loved and stuff. And, um, I mean, we live in a world where materials exist and they, yeah. they give you natural drugs. I mean, it's hard to ignore. And so, like, if somebody wants to give you a gift, like, I'm not going to say there's no. anything to be ashamed <laughs> yeah. of there for sure. <laughs> What's the best gift you've ever gotten, like, in a relationship? Was it that? Um... I could say, yeah, that could be it. There's, um, I also got a beautiful necklace from someone, from one of my past boyfriends. And I just love getting jewelry Mm -hmm. and anything thoughtful is just super sweet. So. Absolutely. So when you've, I don't know if you've always, you know, I, I think as we evolve, like our standards continue to evolve and stuff. Do you, do you find that as you've, had these standards as especially as like i'm sure they stack on more and more as you learn more and like grow in your life um has it helped minimize any of the dating bullshit or do you feel like you deal with (laughs) should we get into it let's get into it okay um so i guess i guess a segue um we've had um a little bit of some i guess eruption in your life um in the last few days because you've shared some stories about what's going on um with uh the love is blind cast and some a relationship that you used to be in um and 
you know, I, I think I was telling you earlier, I, I had no idea that this was going on at the time yeah. because I hadn't been on TikTok. So it's really crazy to have this moment where this is happening like right now. I think you've gained over, I just checked recently, I, and I think you've gained like over 20,000 followers just in the last couple of days and you literally have millions of views on crazy. these videos you just posted. Do you want to share, do you, do you feel like talking about, you know, what's been going on? I think we'll, we can touch on, you know, the fact that when I met this person, I was younger and I had just got out of a toxic relationship. He was bringing like, you know, all the heat. He was taking me on the best dates, you know, just courting me, mm -hmm. giving me princess treatment like on 100. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't used to that at the time. This was years ago. And um, so he was always just held to a really high standard in my mind. Mm -hmm. And that's how I held him for years um, up until this one event happened. And I found out that he allegedly had a fiance from a show. And it's just crazy how that could have even happened. It's like, you're not who I thought you were. Um, there was just a lot of manipulation involved, a lot of, you know, letting him handle the situation, but he never really handled it. And I'm just the type to not really meddle. Like, if I trust you, I'm like, okay, yeah, you'll tell me the truth. You'll handle it. And it just didn't happen. And I'm just like, it wasn't fair to me. wasn't fair to his fiance and girlfriend. Um, and I just think women should, you know, if I learned a lesson from all of this, it's that don't let the man who has manipulated you handle a situation like mm -hmm. you need to take matters in your own hands and you need to like bring things to the surface and mm -hmm. speak out about it because if not he's gonna treat more women like the way he did me and i'm not having that like <laughs> we need to stand up yeah. women already deal with so much and it's like we've normalized just sweeping things under the rug you know um dealing with our pain in private and so i'm just saying like no more you know, I'm over that. It's BS. And, you know, did I think things would go the way that they're going right now? Honestly, yeah. Like, I knew there would be some backlash and I knew. You were prepared, like, mentally. I was mentally prepared. You know, like, I have armor on. So, like, I'm like, bring the heat, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just really wanted that to be the main point of all of this is yeah. that I didn't, you know release my story for any reason other than I just want women to know that you can believe someone is one way and they can deceive you for years mm -hmm. um so this was going on for years that well it was our relationship and friendship had been going on for years yeah, yeah. um but more so the fiance thing was the past couple years yeah yeah did you know he was on the show at the time no no oh, idea wow you didn't know no that's crazy that like makes the shock so much more exactly intense, I feel so like. let me paint a picture for you guys okay yeah. so you know your ex-boyfriend from 2019 invites you to europe and you guys talk about getting back together you talk about your future together and this time you feel ready to really be serious with him because you're older you're more mature and then one day you find a fiance name in his phone um 
and see, you know, several pictures and texts with them. And you're just, you don't know what to think. Um, And so then you're at dinner and you confront him. And then he tries to say it's not real. And you kind of believe him because he is a hustler and he, like, it's weird that he would go on a reality show to do this, you know, but um, I was, was that like, out of character, like you weren't expecting. I wasn't expecting it, but then I also wasn't surprised because he does a lot of different like business ventures and things that make money. So I was like, okay, like this isn't normal, but like, whatever, get your back, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Supportive th- partners. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but then. Like you're being supportive. And I expected him to tell the truth eventually, and clearly it it was not at all. Um, And so it is unfortunate that this has been at the expense of women and our feelings, not only me, but for the other person involved. And I just want the main point to be like, okay, this man is a villain. You know, I thought he was an angel. Many women go through situations like this all the time, right? Um. And they just kind of let it go. They might stay with the person. And so I'm just here to shed a light on what I went through and just saying that we're not letting men get away with their their crap anymore. Yeah. I mean, you said the whole reason that you shared this story was because, um, you know, you wanted to empower women to not have to hide when they've gone through, like, heartbreaks and things like that yeah. and deal with it in private because – we a lot of us you know will have our heart broken and go through things and then never tell anybody or not like yeah not express ourselves and that's not good for our health but it's also not good for other people who get involved with yeah. people who you know could potentially be hurting them as well and and um you know messing with their emotions and things like that and i i don't know i'm not like super in on the loop of what it all happened because i I know <laughs> I it's a lot it on. Um, but, but yeah, yeah I've definitely, definitely seen that like this happened was there somebody else involved that was outside of you and um, the other person yeah there's been other girls coming to me um, like on Instagram and they're like we dated in 2019 as well mm. so then again it's like oh wow he cheated on me too mm-hmm. back then um, and then they're just saying that even as of like recently he's tried to see them and so like so the timelines really overlap with the timing of like the show and their relationship and um yeah and they did show me the receipts so it's like oh so there's like proof everywhere yeah oh my goodness what a mess what a mess what I know a mess indeed but um as far as like dealing with a lot of the controversy and like the comments and things like that and like you know there's a lot of attention now all of a sudden how are you feeling like is it overwhelming are you feeling like pretty you know you're a really strong like tough cookie and so it seems like you're holding up really well obviously but like have you had any like negative feelings that have internalized because of like you know some of the people hating or like anybody you know saying anything um, from like random internet trolls and just people who don't know me personally and don't know the guy or the other girl involved, um, it doesn't affect me at all because I'm just like, well, you don't really know the backstory, you don't know what's going on behind yeah. the scenes, and you don't know me, so whatever they're saying, it just doesn't really hold weight in my heart. Um, and people are gonna say things regardless, you know. Yeah, for sure. I could post a video of like happy puppies, and people are gonna <laughs> say stuff. So that has not affected me. And 
the fact that all my friends and family have been incredibly supportive and encouraging and just proud of me for speaking out about this and my experience um that's really helped and just my faith and knowing who I am um that just keeps me sane you know and I feel like wow like any celebrity or Kim K like they deal with this kind of backlash all the time over 24 7 and you know it's been crazy but I just I genuinely feel like I'm equipped to handle this kind of situation and you know I have big dreams big goals and I feel like whatever I'm gonna put out there it's just there's gonna be people that love me and people that hate me of course and that's just what it is and what it I can control what I can control and I can only tell the truth in my story so come for me (laughs) try me I'm just kidding I love it but no you've you've got got that that boss bitch energy which which you already had but I just like I think it's so admirable how in the wake of you know having so much attention on you all of a sudden and it being something that's so personal to your heart like it's not just some willy-nilly this is real people real pain yeah like a real relationship and um I think it's really really cool that that you can stand so strong and stuff because like I I feel very affected by the energy coming at me even from online and that's one of the anxieties I've had um even about doing stuff like this podcast is going oh my gosh like that so many people would have something that doesn't like something and you're just like I don't give a fuck no (laughs) I do not give a fuck and I think that's amazing have you had um interactions with like outside of the people's screenshots like the main person from the show as well that like the fiance um Um, so no and I will tell you why because again you know when I first released like a teaser video of what I was going to share um you know he was calling me and he was saying um you know take it down like don't release anything else and all I wanted was the truth and clarity from him because, you know, in Europe, he told me this is a fake engagement. Everything's fake. Um, but then it was I was confused because I'm like, well, why doesn't the girl tell me herself? You know, why doesn't she just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah like this is, you know, so I gave him a chance and I said, you know, I want to hear from her mouth if this was fake or real. And, you know, I'm not going to then I'll leave it at that. Right. Whatever. Um and no, he tried to settle it a different way, wanted to talk in person, just me and him. And I was like, that's where you can't just trust a man to handle it, you know? Yeah. And did I handle it in the right way of not reaching out to her? I don't know, right? Like, this is a very touchy... What is the right way right. in a situation like this? Right. I mean, it's hard to know. Like, it was. it's a tough decision. I do want to talk to her eventually and I want to get clarity and I want her to have clarity and just you know put this behind us but yeah I just I was still up until this week you know trusting that he'd do the right thing and he didn't and so what was the final straw where you were just like I need to express what I've been dealing with and you know share what's going on in a way that can like allow other people not to have to go through this alone like what made you go okay now I need to I need to express all this because he wasn't giving me answers he wasn't giving me the truth Mm -hmm. and um I was like you know he's being painted in this angelic light Mm -hmm. and I just 
was like, that's not who he is. Like, it's what he portrays to be. And also someone else had come forward originally with, you know, the original, like, allegations about him not being faithful to Raven. Mm -hmm. I'll say her name. We know who it is. (laughs) We know who it is. Um, But not being faithful to her. And um, that was it. I was like, you know, there's nothing to talk about with him. He's going to keep lying to me, trying to manipulate me and and shift the story and get me to shut up and not speak out. And I was like, if I do that, what message am I sending to women? You know, I'm preaching like, have high standards, don't tolerate BS, you know, be a girl's girl, like, let's be there for each other um, and come up against the men that are doing us wrong. Um, So it's like, okay, I've got to tell it. And I've. Did it feel hard to like know that you were dealing with this? Like, because it sounds like you were feeling conflicted because you're like, oh, like this is like part of my message is like teaching women to, you know, value themselves and, and treat themselves right. And then I feel like I'm dealing with you know, this big secret that feels like, that sounds like it must have been a struggle, you know, internally. To Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me was that I have such a long history with this person. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what comments are saying, you guys don't know our relationship, like, at all. And so, you know, we've been friends for years. We had a really solid connection and relationship. Lots of mutual friends you know, have gone to so many events together, celebrations, weddings, trips. Like, this is not just some fling that I had. Um, And that was just very difficult, just realizing that once I do this, I can't go back and I'm going to have to mourn the loss of this person in my life. But what really got me through was knowing that I don't want a person like that in my life that would do this to me, you know, and to another woman. And that was that gave me confidence you know well I think um it's super brave to do something like that and I think that like it shows your confidence to be able to go like I know that there's going to be controversy here and I'm going to stand in my truth yeah I commend you for just being like this like solid rock of a woman that you are I think that's really cool um do you find that there is maybe a sisterhood of support coming together at all through you sharing this because when I went through the comments on your video it seemed like a lot of women were very supportive yeah um and I don't know I just think that that's that's cool do you find that there's more of that than the 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 haters yeah for sure um you know it's easy you could look at the the trolling comments or what they're saying um but for the most part people have reached out to me even personally that I'm either friends with or I've known on Instagram or just strangers are coming to me saying, you know, I'm so sorry he did this. Like, I hope you heal. And I want the best outcome for both women involved. And um, I think that's just that is the message that I want to send. Right. Like, this is not to embarrass anybody, tear anybody down, um, except the man, of course. (laughs) But I just feel super supported for the most part. And um. Because I would do that for other women, too. You know, like, if I see, oh, he's been acting, you know, like this for multiple women, I'm going to believe the woman every time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's really where it, what it comes down to is, um, you know, just being genuine, being there for others. And people see genuine people, you know, and um, 
Yeah, so I do feel like there's a movement involved, like coming, and I'm just excited for the future. And it's like, well, if I didn't speak out, you know, other women could have been affected. And it's like, no, I'm not. It sounds like your mission behind, you know, all of this is just to empower women and to, to give them a safe space to feel like they can share if they're going through something like this where they feel you know betrayed it it must be so strange for it to be on like such a public platform um was it hard like when it was coming out and it was all over social media I mean I'm sure there's still definitely like social media clips of like you know the show and stuff but did you find that it like was any sorts of stress on you whenever that was happening or do you feel like you were able to like get through it I think I was finally at peace when it came out because I knew that I'd hold held on to this pain and this whole story for so long. Only like my close friends and family knew the full story of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a little nerve wracking at first because it was like, you're putting yourself out there, girl. Like you either go 110% or you just stay silent. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, but I have no regrets, and, you know, people are always going to talk. Yeah. But it's like the people that matter in my life are my friends and family, people that love me and treat me well Yeah, because I would do the same for them, and there's no right way to handle a situation like this. It's just like, what would you do if you were in my shoes? Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't do the same thing as me, but it doesn't make it right or wrong. I'm just, this is my truth and my story, so. Yeah. Did you discover anything new when you were watching it that you didn't know before, or did you feel like it was, like, pretty aligned with, like, what you had experienced without any new information? Um, As far as when, what was released online or the show uh, the itself? The show, like, when you were watching the show, like, were you like, oh, I didn't, I wasn't aware of this, or I didn't know that? So I actually this? didn't watch the full season because I knew it would be traumatic for me. I had still believed that it was all for the, like, fake for the show at this point. Mm-hmm. But just seeing them together would have triggered me. Yeah. Um, But then I would see, like, tweets, and I would see little clips of them. Um, And I had to ask people to stop sending me clips from the show because wow. I couldn't physically watch it. Yeah. Um, But I did later on see, like, the wedding episode, mm-hmm. and she was just showing her emotions and getting really raw and real, and it's like... she's not faking like I something in me knew like okay this is not fake for for her Mm -hmm. um and so that's when in my head I was like I don't think this was fake like he told me like I think this was 100% real and he just wanted to appease the situation when we were overseas and not make me worry about it and yeah so I'm just happy that, you know, you said you're finding peace, like, with it all, and that you were at least in a peaceful place when it came out. I'm sorry that people are sending you clips, that, and that's, like, bringing up negative emotions and pain and stuff like that, because you don't deserve that. Nobody does. But I think, you know, you're obviously handling everything like a fucking champ. <laughs> and One of God's strongest soldiers. Yeah, you are definitely, you are definitely one of the strongest. Um, how does it feel to be God's favorite? <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I'll let you know in like a few months. Yeah, how do you think? Um, how do you think everything will blow over? Do you feel like it'll just go away, or do you think it's going to be 
Um, like, is, is the momentum going to keep building or what do you expect? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm sure it'll build for a little bit. And also, I don't know what is going on on, like, the show side and what the producers are thinking or saying. Because yeah. they haven't even reached out to me, yeah. which they're probably just trying to navigate and get their PR team, you know, trying to handle things. But this will blow over, you know, eventually, um, as it should. But I think more importantly, I just want to use my platform to empower women moving forward and yeah. not make this be like, you know, this story is all about me and just what represents me. It's like, no, this so is a deeper. Yeah. So that's the momentum I want to see is more about yeah. speaking up against liars and manipulators and just having higher standards and not sticking around when when men treat you poorly because you know the more women that stand up for themselves in that way we're gonna have better men right because it's like they'll have no choice but to come to our standards you know i agree i think that's why it's so important to be empowering women and be talking about having high standards especially in dating because like like you said, it's going to create a, a better, it's going to create a more even playing field for everybody because yeah. like everybody feels comfortable and not like there's yeah. just like a select few, yeah. of, you know, men and people that will treat you well. Because like in most people, if you're healthy, you won't let your friends treat you poorly. No. You know I mean, you're not going to hang out with people who make you feel like shit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we got all, we all have to learn not to treat ourselves poorly. And sometimes that comes from, you know, life experiences or not, but like, to let someone that you love treat you poorly and to not stand up for yourself is so devastating, I think, to your heart and to your mind. And the more we can communicate, like, what these standards are and that it's, like, important for us to yeah. be, you know, holding them and, and not um, not faltering when it comes to men and dating, especially because of, you know, maybe insecurities and things like that and just going, no, like, I deserve the best. I deserve the best. It, it's going to create more and more people that are going to, have to meet that and it's definitely gonna make everyone a lot happier i think yeah (laughs) which will overall make the world more peaceful hopefully and there can be more love which is like always the goal right yeah (laughs) so um do you have anything exciting coming up like content wise i mean obviously you've got your fashion thing coming up which i'm so excited about i can't wait um do you have anything else that you're working on that is like kind of in that realm of like empowerment confidence fashion yeah so i my mind goes a million places when I'm trying to think of ideas and what I want to do and what I want to share. And, you know, okay, my goal is to help women. So I kind of want to create like a video series um, just about like standards yes. and um, just kind of how to move as a woman and hold yourself high and into certain standards. Um, and then I also, you know, for people interested in e-commerce and what I do, like, I know everyone's like they hate on courses, but I do want to offer some sort of like free resource to women yeah. um, and men. Uh, we're not, you know, counting anyone out here, but <laughs> but you have to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, a free resource where they can go and kind of learn the basic principles yeah. of e-com and, and the platform. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of projects in the works. Yeah. And yeah. It's pretty inspirational. I know. I'm excited to see what else you're going to come up with. And I'm excited to see what other outfits you're going to show off and post links to because that's where I've gotten a lot of my inspiration lately. Um, I'm grateful for, you know, 
creators and people like you who are speaking up, um, not just about standards, but also just about like self-love and just like owning yourself and your body. And as like a fellow like curvy queen, I definitely appreciate like all the things that you post with that because it makes me feel so much more confident in myself. And like there's a trickle down effect there because like, you know, I have like clients and stuff that I like to inspire but like the more confidence that I get inspired by and seek like the more it's going to go down to them and it's going to go down to your followers and hopefully we just create a space where everybody can be fully like loving themselves and having the standards where nobody fucks around with them so (laughs) right and it's just like the more women that support each other it's like okay we've got each other's backs like I wish a man would do this girl wrong or this girl wrong or my friend wrong like we're coming. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming for you. Like, don't think. No. I, I'm really grateful that, like, I came across your page earlier this year. It feels like it's been, I don't know when it was. It was definitely, like, near the beginning of the year, I think, that wow. I discovered you. So it's been um, really fun watching, like, everything come up and the different things evolve. Do you have any last things that you want to share? I'm going to plug any of your links that you want to share down below, like your TikTok. Okay. Uh, your Instagram, but is there anything else that you want to you wanna talk about before we head out? I think my, like, lasting words would just to be, you know, find confidence in yourself. Don't accept BS from a man. Um, and just to look at, you know, situations from a different perspective and try not to judge people based on what you think you know um and just have more compassion like that's really what we should all embody um and attacking people on the internet gets you nowhere it brings you no peace no joy so yeah (laughs) perfect closing words i think (laughs) yeah well thank you so much for coming thank you for having me it was so fun to talk about all of this and i'm really excited for people to feel inspired by your content and to find your page and um i think we should go to carbone soon i agree (laughs) because now i can't stop thinking about vodka pasta (laughs) i know i'm craving it now (laughs) well thank you all for joining us um we're going to plug all of hannah's links down below um on tiktok and instagram i think both it's hannah beth style uh, as her tag so definitely go check it out and follow her um and check out all of her cool outfits she has links to a lot of different things uh if you need some inspiration so bye Bye. (laughs)